Hey everyone, buckle up for another exciting episode of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing well. Excellent. Bit of news today. Yes. In a much better format than we presented yesterday. <laughs> um, the Leva Legacy construction walls um, are still up and expanding. They're now extended around the entrance fountain at Epcot. So it's taking up a huge portion of the the entrance there, but it's worth it. It is. To have those things gone. It is. And one of my favorite rides, still in Epcot, Living with the Land Boat Ride, has debuted a new digital scene um, with uh, updated narration, and that is in the segment of the ride just before you enter the greenhouse where it shows the scenes of them like doing the agriculture in Japan and the irrigation in the desert and all that stuff. So uh, they've updated it and no more, no longer do we have any cast members from 1990 <laughs> in, the, uh, in the film. Yeah, it was, that's nice. It was looking a little tired. It's right. the kind of thing that I probably, we don't go often enough that I constantly um, notice all the little changes, but it's the kind of thing that I wouldn't have noticed, but now that I know that it's changed, I'll be looking for it, and that'll be a nice thing to add. Right. Good. Um, also, looks like uh, some new railings have gone up around the Cinderella's Castle pathway, so that's moving along. And uh, we talked a little bit about some of the new items. I think it was what the they had the wallpaper uh, magic band from the uh, haunted mansion, right? And yesterday you were telling us about how they changed got, like, the ghost jars that are being sold with the death certificate to replace the spirit photos, right? Well, now they also rolled out um, a haunted mansion wallpaper dress at Memento Mori in the Magic Kingdom. Um, it's purple. It looks like it has a lot of like the wallpaper look to it. Um, it retails for $128. It's available in sizes extra small to 3X. Um, and it'll probably be in Disney Springs and Disneyland at some point. But it's really cute. It is. If they had that in a romper, I, I would get it as long as it was like 30 bucks. A romp him? A romp him, yeah. yeah. Um, I like all the dresses that they've done. I like that new trend. They're yeah. cute. Nothing for the men. It's all dresses I'm sure for the ladies. Sure, there's stuff for the men, but no one's excited about it. That's all. All right. Uh, so that's really all the the big park news. It looks like, right? No, I don't know. What's it like? Well, how did you organize this? Uh, just go on to the next story. All right. The next story is all about uh, the resorts in Walt Disney World, and there are going to be limited time Disney character experiences. Um, not a lot of characters visiting the resorts previously. Usually. Yeah. Uh, but now the Wilderness Lodge is going to get Chip and Dale in and around the lawn area at the Wilderness Lodge, a lodge which they should be careful of because you really don't want chipmunks uh, in your lawn. Uh, the Contemporary Resort, once again, Chip and Dale, they will be playing lawn games like Cornhole. <laughs> that uh, that sounds like, like fun. Nice. And that's got to be hot. Right. In the Florida sun, mm-hmm. in a... Chipmunks get warm. You know, if, if there are any children uh, listening, earmuffs right now, but it's got to be hot when you're in a costume uh, for a couple of hours. Uh, at the Polynesian, Lilo, Stitch, Mickey, and Pluto can be found in the lawn outside the Great Ceremonial Hall. Uh, Grand Floridian, Pooh and Tigger can be found on various sidewalks on the resort. And Mary Poppins can be found by the uh, main pool topiaries. 
and Alice and the Mad Hatter can be found around the Mad Hatter Tea Party Pool. That's that's kind of cool. That's a lot of stuff there. But if you're a character, do you want some wet wet toddler running over to you to to take a photo op? I don't think anyone cares how the characters feel. That's true. It's about how the guests feel. All right. And they're excited. At Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resort, Daisy, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy will be in and around the pool area. And at the boardwalk, Daisy, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy will be around the pool area, but not in the pool area like they will be at the beach club. Uh, No end date has been specified, and there are no schedules for these characters, as they are meant to be informal, spontaneous character encounters. I love this. I mean, this is more of what they used to be able to do in the parks. I think they can still do it maybe a little bit at Disneyland, but you don't see a lot of that. Everywhere you go, it's these long lines to meet a character. So this whole um, idea of the characters just sort of hanging out at the resorts. I mean, the only other time I heard that was, um, I know that they were doing it for like the, I think they did um, New Year's Eve parties at the resorts. Mm -hmm. So they had some characters by the uh, resort pools and, and such. So. Right, and it's also happened on the very rare occasions when there's been like a hurricane or right. a park closure. They've sent uh, kind of like an emergency measure. Uh, they've sent characters to the resorts to kind of uh, keep people entertained. Right. Uh, it's nice. I'm, I'm excited that they're offering that. Yeah. Um, we had talked about the um, walkway around, well, from the... Um, Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom. Um, that's continuing in, in out the uh, bridge area where the electrical water pageant usually enters. So it delivered, and it looks like it's going to be a specialized drawbridge um, in, a, a, in a swing style. So everybody was wondering what they were going to do there. Yeah, it looks like some kind of a drawbridge. So that's good. Cool. All right, and over at Hollywood Studios, the new security checkpoint uh, expansion has officially opened. Uh, this should move guests more smoothly through the area and make walks shorter. Uh, I know we mentioned in the past what a, what a nightmare it had been while they were rebuilding both the bus loop and the security checkpoint and the, the uh, gondola station. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Disney Skyliner station. Um. Also in uh, Hollywood Studios, moving over to Galaxy's Edge, Olga's Cantina. Galaxy's Edge, what's that? Is that something new? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Galaxy's Edge is going to feature a new alcoholic boba dessert. Um, So it basically, let's see, it contains Tito's handmade vodka, pucker sour apples, Sprite, and boba balls with a pop. So it's pretty much a fancy jello shot. So, um, so boba dessert, not to be confused with Boba Fett. Okay. Okay. And so you see, Boba Fett's a Star Wars character. I know, but isn't that the point of why they don't they are they naming it after him? Um, no, that's the Rodian ration. It just has boba balls. Oh, it has boba balls. Oh, it's called the which doesn't Rodian make Mrs. Ration. Fett too happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Um. In looking at this and the the menus between the two parks, um, it seems that the pricing for the Disney World version of Galaxy's Edge is actually higher at Olga's Cantina. Really? Yeah, you'd think it would be higher over at Disneyland, but it is not. And so, something to look forward to. (laughs) You know what? California has higher gas, so it all evens out. Right. They're they're like $5.20 a gallon. 
Um, exciting news that I posted on our uh, Facebook group page yesterday. Uh, for those of you who are listening that, that aren't part of our Facebook group yet, look for Disney Drive Time Podcast and feel free to, to join the group. To join the, I don't know, 22 members that we no, currently I think, have? I think we're up to 30 people. Are we? Whoa. We're up to 30. Uh, but more than that are listening because we're we're averaging like about 120 listens a day. Well, thank you to everyone very good. who's listening. So, uh, I say uh, thank you 119 more times, but we don't have that much time. Uh, uh, but I did post yesterday, Freeform uh, is going to, in the month of September, celebrate Disney uh, with a bunch of different Disney movies. They're going to have different weeks, uh, Pirate Week, Pixar Week, Villains Week, and every night at like 8 and 10 p.m. there will be a different movie. But what I'm very much looking forward to is on September 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Freeform is going to air Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Adventure Awaits, which is going to be hosted by Mr. Neil Patrick Harris. Um, And that is going to be celebrate the opening of Galaxy's Edge in both Disneyland and Hollywood Studios. It is uh, going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at both lands. And the official D23 description... Uh, Hosted by Neil Patrick Harris, the immersive and exclusive television event will invite audiences to explore the epic new lands and learn more about how this new planet of Batuu will come to life. With celebrity guests including Kaylee Cuoco, Keegan-Michael Key, Jay Leno, Sarah Hyland, Miles Brown, and more, Walt Disney Imagineers and Disney cast members will share how they brought Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to life with fascinating insider details. The special will follow Harris as he meets up with Key for some laughs in Oga's Cantina and takes a tour of Batu. Highland will learn about the tensions between the First Order and the Resistance and create her own droid at the Droid Depot. Leno will explore the Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, Inside and Out, and Cuoco will take a special peek inside the highly anticipated and out-of-this-world attraction, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, opening December 5th, 2019 at Disney's Hollywood Studios and January 17th. Uh, 2020 at Disneyland Park. Uh, I'm excited for all of that except for Jay Leno in the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Do you think he's going to crash it? Hey, fellas, what's this? That's <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's, 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 that's your Jay very, Leno? That's my very bad Jay Leno wow. impression. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, they're using Neil Patrick Harris for a bunch of stuff at Disney, huh? Yeah, he's uh, he's a big, uh, big fan of um, Disney and then they use him also for the uh, candlelight processional in uh, Florida. Yeah, he's he's enjoyable to listen to, so that'll be good. He is nice. Um, a map and layout of the Marvel themed land at Disney's California Adventure has been uh, released. So, do you want to? I don't know that much about this. Sure. Talk about it. Sure. Uh, so, guests entering the main thoroughfare of the park will cross underneath an archway before walking the perimeter of the Spider-Man attraction show building. The land is also accessible from Cars Land and Hollywood Land, just as a Bugs Land was. Uh, the former Blue Box uh, Bugs Land restroom will now be rethemed and reopened. So if you... Let's see. Is that there? Um, no, that's, that's the oh, Frozen... Right that's the, the Hyperion Theater. Which means that that is... Um, uh, Galaxy, uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. But it's going to be, as you uh, look into the land, there's going to be a spider going uh, clockwise, Spider-Man attraction, Ant-Man microbrewery, Avengers gift shop, 
Doctor Strange stage show, uh, and then the Web Suppliers store, which is the Spider-Man uh, gift shop. Uh, there is a pathway if you, and we'll post this picture up on the group, uh, but there is a pathway that seems to go nowhere uh, except to a uh, behind-the-scenes parking lot or, or, or offstage parking lot. Um, phase two, because uh, Cheryl has a question here, so they're only going to have one ride. And as we've seen and mentioned a couple of times, it seems like each one of these lands is opening with two rides. Um, the intention is to open the land with the Spider-Man attraction. And Phase 2, uh, based on what we learned on our uh, Disney Studios tour uh, with Drew, uh, was that Phase 2 of Marvel Land in 2020 will feature an e-ticket attraction ride. Uh, possibly some kind of Avengers coaster is, okay. is what the rumor is. And they'd what, build that out in that parking lot area? Well, I mean, it's, it's a logical place. Right. And, and that's seems to be what Disney's been doing recently is they've been either knocking down uh, cast buildings or taking cast member parking lots and just moving the cast member parking further and further <laughs> away. We'll, we'll bust them in. And then they're buying these other hotel properties to kind At of Disneyland, like offset. Yeah. I told you you were going to do that. <laughs> and I, just, I just knocked my glass of ice over. Um, let's see. Um, speaking of things that you would want to wash down with a cup of ice water, um, this week at the Mint Julep Bar in Disneyland, they are featuring Sour Apple Mickey Beignets. Uh, apparently this is a thing, and they keep changing them. Last week it was Sour Cherry, and previously they've done a strawberry and a butterscotch. I'm sure they've done some other flavors, too. Uh, this is news to me. You know, it's funny because you say this is a thing, and Sour Apple Mickey Beignets sounds like a gross thing. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, Sour Apple... No. Butterscotch, maybe. Do you want a sour beignet? I don't know. I mean, beignets have powdered sugar, so they're kind of sweet. Does the sour and the sweet play off of each other? Maybe. I mean, maybe it's good. But, you know, if you're out in Disneyland and you want to try, they're $5.49 for three. You know what I miss? What? Mickey-shaped pizzas. Where did they have those? They used to have them, like, all over the parks. Yeah? When the kids were little. I never did pizza at Disney. The pizzas were kind of stamped out, and and they were Mickey-shaped, and... Now they're just like standard pizzas. Aww. I miss Mickey-shaped pizza. I'll make you Mickey-shaped pizza at home. All right. Big news for those uh, of us who are travel agents, and that is that booking is now available for 2020 Disneyland Resort packages. Uh, Packages for all Disneyland resorts and Good Neighbor hotels are available to book via phone and online. Packages are valid for arrivals January 1st through December 31st, 2020. For 2020 bookings, tickets cannot be combined with a room-only reservation. Hmm. Instead, tickets and room-only reservations that are not part of a package will need to be completed as separate transactions by your travel agent. Now, see, that's interesting because they used to allow you to take a room-only... Well, I should say Disney World used to let you do a room-only reservation. And Disney World may still. And book it, but uh, very interesting. Uh, Also, in case uh, you're not familiar with it, bookings made as of August 7th. Travel insurance for vacation packages has increased to $5 for adults to $82.50. And childs and infants have increased by fifty cents to six dollars. So, uh, yeah. So, if you're thinking about maybe going to Disneyland, um, those are open. It's always best to book like way ahead of time. I, I like it not just because you get what you want, but also because you get more time to look forward to it. Right, and uh, you know we we've mentioned it before. Um, if you're familiar with Disney World. 
you know, four months ahead of time, you want to call up, they've got 30,000 rooms. It's not a big deal. Uh, you know, you can find some type of availability. Yeah, you'd like to, although with, lately. <laughs> with Disneyland, that is not the case. They have a very, very small room inventory because they do only have three resorts. Uh, they do have a number of good neighbor resorts up and down uh, Admiral uh, Admiral Drive, Admiral Those Boulevard. look up quickly too, though. I mean, they there's do. certain ones that are favorites, um, whether they're cult favorites or whether they're favorites because they're... Um, they're, you know, they're so close or, you know, they have a nicer pool or whatever, but there are definitely favorites there. So if you have your eye on any of the resorts, um, you should try to book as early as you possibly can because they will, they will fill up. So it looks like we have a little bit of time left. So we're going to talk about Disneyland's downtown Disney and some of the places that there are to eat there. It's something um, not often talked about. Sure. So we'll probably start with the easiest stuff, which is the quick service restaurants. Yeah, sure. There are technically 21 dining locations in the downtown Disney district. And as far as quick service goes, uh, the first two were being completed when we were there in April, so we did not have an opportunity to go there, but that is the Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes and the Crazy Shake Window by Black Tap. How about by Black Tap? Um, it's a burger place and a shake place, you know, much... I, I, I don't know. These shake places are all getting, you know, these extreme shakes with, you know... Uh, get the chocolate shake that has uh, a hunk of cake and an eclair stuffed in it along with a, a zebra dome. I love it. I, I don't. I think mm. it's like way too much. They actually have one in New York City, which is close to us, so I'd like to go down there and try it. We didn't get... It wasn't open yet um, in right. Disneyland. And plus, I probably wouldn't have spent the time to or go the there. Money. Well, no, just I wouldn't spend the time because we have it close to us, so... I'd rather do experiences that I can't. Gotcha. Um, we, we did see them putting up the signage. Yeah. Uh, another ice cream place, Salt and Straw. Um, it's a, it's an ice cream place, and, and this just did not did not draw me in at all. Yeah, I mean, we didn't... The flavors that they had when we were there, I wasn't in love with. I was looking on their website. The ones that they have now, actually, a lot of them sound good. Um, they have a... The special ones they have right now are carrot cake batter and pralined hazelnuts. <laughs> Yum. Caramel corn on the cob. <laughs> tomato and strawberry sorbet. Yeah. That tomato and my sorbet? No, that one I don't like. And then they always have, and these are more what we saw, uh, sea salt with caramel ribbons, double fold vanilla, uh, chocolate gooey brownie, strawberry honey balsamic with black pepper, honey lavender, salted malted chocolate chip cookie dough. Actually, I would like that one. Pots of gold and rainbows. Sight glass coffee, cashew praline, black olive brittle, and goat cheese. I'm sorry. The minute you put black olive in an ice cream. The minute you put goat cheese in an ice cream, I'm grossed out. Uh, strawberry and coconut water sherbet. Uh, freckled mint T-C-H-O chocolate chip. So it's like a vegan chocolate chip. Um, and dandelion chocolate hazelnut cookies and cream. Also vegan, so I don't know what they're using to make that. But No, thanks. Give me, give me, give me a Baskin-Robbins with 31 <laughs> flavors, and I can get a nice uh, chocolate chip. So, But people love it. I mean, we're, um, we're a little fussy, but um, it's supposed to be good. All right. Uh, also, in the quick service side, one of my favorites, Earl of Sandwich, which had closed and then reopened. Yeah, I don't know if in the same spot or what, but... All right. Uh, the ever-popular Jamba Juice... <laughs> which is a chain. Yeah. Uh, as is Earl of Sandwich. Yeah. Uh, La Brea Bakery Express. Uh, Napolini Pizzeria. You know, I'm not going to grab a slice while I'm in downtown Disney. And just, you know, 
It's California pizza. It's not that great. Well, yeah, but if you're from other parts of the country. Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen Express. Uh, sprinkles. Woo, I love Sprinkles. Uh, do they do they have the Cupcake ATM there? Because they have I the didn't Cupcake think they ATM did, no. in, in Florida. If they did, I didn't see one. Uh, Adam will tell me if I, if they did or did not have one, though. Uh, Starbucks and Starbucks West. You, you can't go to Disney without uh, Starbucks. Uh, the Taqueria at Tortilla Joe's. And uh, if if Rachel's listening, uh, Wetzel's Pretzels. Very nice. Yeah, you gotta have a Wetzel's Pretzel. Which uh, they, they had them like they had the hot dog wrapped ones yeah. and right yeah. or the hot the wrapped in hot hot, hot no. dogs wrapped in pretzels. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> almost like a pig in a blanket type yeah. of type of hot dog. Yeah. And then when you get into their table service dining, they have the Ballast Point Brewing Company. So obviously some craft beers along with your American fare. Um. They have the... The La Brea Bakery, I think, was... La Brea Bakery too. Cafe, uh, which is sit-down. You know, they have the, the quick service part, too. Uh, Tortilla Joe's, which is uh, casual dining Mexican with a bar and a lounge. The Uva Bar, which I, I didn't even see that. that. It didn't even register with me. And and their, their downtown Disney district is a lot more condensed than, like, Disney Springs. Mm-hmm, but like, it wasn't as busy. It was very busy when, the night, day we maybe, first got there. Maybe. You guys all went to bed. I went out and walked. Right. Uh, Naples Restaurante and Bar is table service. The Catal Restaurant, which is American and Mediterranean uh, uh, menus, I did not I did not even get to. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much it. And the last two are uh, themed dining, and that is the Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Which has some nice music playing out. They had a nice little dining area out yeah. front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, looked nice. Really, uh, you know, it's Cajun and Creole style dining. So it, it looked like a really nice atmosphere. And then Splitsville, Luxury Lanes Dining. You I don't know about the dining, but it's still, but it's fun. Right. It's it's an American uh, style menu. So I'm assuming it's lots of burgers, dogs, chicken fingers and whatnot. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily go for fine dining when I'm at Splitsville. No. So, um, if you are staying at one of the Disneyland resorts, it's easy enough to walk, um, to walk right over there. You're pretty much right on top of downtown Disney. Um, but if you are driving, what's the situation with like parking? Is it free to park? It is not. Uh, parking is $14 an hour. Uh, what? Per hour? Per hour. Whoa. Charged in half hour increments. Holy crow. Of $7. You can get your parking validated for up to three hours with a $20 purchase at uh, many of the downtown Disney locations, including quick service restaurants. If you dine table service, uh, you can get up to five hours uh, knocked off your your bill. That's much more reasonable. Um, If you lose your ticket, it's a $56 lost ticket fee maximum charge. So do not lose your ticket. So parking prices are almost as bad as... uh, as they are in, in Florida. Or even, New York City. Even more so. Yeah. Well, New York City, yeah, but that's not Disney. Right. So. Very good. Well, so. we hope that was uh, a little bit helpful. If you uh, have a chance to get out to um, downtown Disney and Disneyland, check some of those places out and, uh, you know, let us know what you think because we did not get to dine in any of those. You know, there's so many places to eat in the parks. We weren't there for long enough to. Right. We were there for three nights, four days. Uh, you know, there's only so many meals we can we can slam down. <laughs> yep, we try, but we do. And we'll have to go out there for like a month. So uh, that's pretty much it for today. 
Until tomorrow, it's Cheryl and Tony, and this is the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.